Hello and welcome to Exposit the Truth, where we are here to bring clarity and understanding of the Word of God and how to apply biblical truth to everyday life um, through spiritual maturity. All right, so here we are with part four uh, of how to pray. And so this has been um, uh, <clears throat> some great Bible lessons. If you haven't heard the first three parts, highly encourage you to go back and check those out. It's fundamental for the true. This is fundamental uh, for the true believer to to know how to pray and 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 what manner, what attitude to have, and um, what words to speak. And so here we're going to look at uh, the prayer of David. There are many. Um. And so uh, you want to look at the the prayers that are not only in the New Testament but the Old Testament, especially in the Old Testament. Uh, on part three, we looked at Hannah. And her prayer, um, that was very good. And then so today, um, we're going to look at one of the prayers of David. And so this one's a prayer about uh, having confidence and, and salvation. And uh, it's it's very key to learn how to pray um, in, a, in a fashion where God will hear us. Um, and so these prayer warriors from the Old Testament... They, you know, give us more examples. And when and, and I encourage you, wherever you are, that uh, you want to be in a firm, uh, small group or um, around someone that, uh, you know, that knows how to pray. And yes, there is, uh, a, you know, a, a way of getting better at it by practicing. But also, it's I, I would say it's more of a combination of knowing the word of God memorizing scripture and what God has promised and through that filter through that filter when you pray uh, that will give you the words to speak because you don't want to speak out of context or out of what you know things that God never told us that we'll have uh, he never promised us we'll have a Bentley and a 10 million dollar mansion and all these things of the world actually that contradicts <laughs> what the what his word says so um all right here we go with this one it's kind of long so i want to go ahead and start reading um psalms 17 uh, and this is it's the whole chapters of psalm 17 and so here david goes uh with with this prayer he says verse one hear a just cause O lord attend my attend to my cry Give ear to my prayer, which is not from deceitful lips. And so even for just from verse 1, it's so powerful because he's praying with such level of confidence. Right? I'm not lying to you, Lord. Please hear me. You know my heart. And so this is the attitude that uh, we must have uh, whenever we open up our mouth and... Um, um, you know, we go to him in prayer, so we have to we have to have that same kind of attitude. Let my vindication come from your presence. Let my let your eyes look on the things that are upright. Let your eyes look on the things that are upright. You have tested my heart. You have visited me in the night. You have tried me and have found nothing. 
I have purposed that in my mouth shall not transgress. Concerning the works of men, by the word of your lips, I have kept away from the paths of the destroyer. Uphold my steps in your paths, that my footsteps may not slip. I have called upon you, for you will hear me, O God. Incline your ear to me and hear my speech. Show your marvelous loving kindness by your right hand. O you who save those who trust in you from those who rise up against them, keep me as the apple of your eye, hide me under the shadow of your wings from the wicked who oppress me, from the deadly from my deadly enemies who surround me. They have closed up their fat hearts with the with their mouths they speak proudly. Remember, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. They have now surrounded us in our steps. They have set their eyes crouching down to the earth, as a lion is eager to tear his prey and like a young lion lurking in secret places. Arise, O Lord, comfort him, cast him down, deliver my life from the wicked with your sword. So deliver my life from the wicked with your sword, with your hand from men, O Lord, from men of the world who have their portion in this life and whose belly you fill with your hidden treasure. They are satisfied with children and leave the rest of their position for their babes. As for me, I will see your face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake in your likeness. So amen to that. So that is a prayer of confidence and that's a prayer of salvation. So the two key, two key takeaways from this is having peace, uh, having the peace, and having the promise of salvation. And so we want to also remember that salvation is not just in this life. Um, it's not, salvation is not found in, in God answering your prayers every single time. Uh, he, God will discipline us. Um, if you look at Hebrews chapter 12, um, he talks about how, you know, if, if if your physical mother and father disciplines you, is it not is it not that much more important that we let we obey when God disciplines us? Right? And so God will discipline us and that, you know, we need to listen when God disciplines us. It's it's not all about, you know, flowers and roses and, and all these things about having um perfectly everything you know um smooth and and no trials and no struggles and all of that that's not what god promised us god promised us in fact that we will have struggles um and hardships in our life and so by by his grace and mercy we have peace and salvation so whether we we have it or not in this earth in, our, in this life on this earth um or the next but definitely in the next. Um, 
because for the born-again believer, we have true salvation, that we will be with him, and that you know we will be with him for all eternity. No more sin, no more sorrow, no more sadness, right? No more struggles at that point. And so having confidence uh, in that right there is, it's, it's, and sure, it, it is not always easy. Um, we can't see it, right? We can't see that, that life physically with our own eyes and, you know, in this body that we're trapped in um, until the next life or the rapture. But there is that peace in that we always remember that he saved us from eternal uh, punishment, which is hell. Um, and so the second point is the, the comfort and ultimate confidence in the Lord. So look at the language he uses that, you know, Oh, you who save those who trust. This is verse 7. Show your marvelous loving kindness by your right hand. And that, and he already has the confidence, right? Look at the level of confidence he's praying there, right there. You know, and show your marvelous loving kindness by your right hand. And oh, you who save those who trust in you, right? Wow, it's powerful. And this is this is you know this is the goal for every true believer. We need to pray like David prayed right here. From those who rise up against them, uh, keep me as the apple in your eye. Hide me under the shadow of your wings from the wicked who oppress me, from the deadly enemies who surround me. And so here he's on he's on the run again. Um, or, you know, he's surrounded again. Um, and so he's asking for the, for, the, for the peace. He's asking for the, the kindness, the loving kindness that only God could, can give. Um, remember, you know, the, the confidence he had to have when he was facing Goliath, too. I mean, you know, you just think about back about that, you know. I mean, Goliath had to be like five times the size or, or bigger than, than, than David was. A little teenage shepherd boy. But through the Holy Spirit, through uh, his trust and faith in God, he was given the power to face this giant, right? And so in the, in the same way, uh, we need to ask ask for God's strength. Uh, whenever, whatever we're going through, going through, whatever struggle we have um, in our life, the, the level of confidence is going to change your attitude, the security of your heart, and uh, have the peace in your heart. Um, if you're praying all the time and you're doing this robotic, ritualistic religion prayer and you're not getting anywhere with that, it's probably a good indication that you may want to change how you're praying, right? Uh, how we're communicating with God. Um, we, we, you have to have integrity. You know that you're doing. You know that integrity meaning you know that you're doing the right thing, um, and you know that God protects His people. 
um, and, 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 and has judgment against the wicked. And so it's okay to pray in that way, but you don't pray. Um, you don't, or you don't ask for God, you know, um, this person that bothered me is at work. This person's bothered me at work. Uh, please, you know, strike them down. No, of course not. <laughs> um, God has uh, timing, the important timing, meaning he has his perfect timing for when he will cast a judgment on the wicked. Um, and so it's, it's, and our job is as a, as a true believer, as a true Christian, is to always be the salt and light, always be loving, just that, just as Christ loved us, um, to all those around us. And so, um, asking for, it's not, but that's so in that, with that sense, you know, you always want to continue to ask, ask for deliverance of evil people, but you know, that God will judge them in his own time. You know, and so that that's the kind of mannerism you want to have uh, when you pray. Um, it's not like a vengeance. Uh, vengeance is only God, says the Lord, it, only from God. So we, we are not to have a vengeant, uh, revengeful heart uh, ever, no matter how wrongly we are treated. And this is this is tough. It is tough. Um, but when you have, a sh you know, the blessed assurance, remember the, the hymnal? Um, uh, blessed assurance uh, and uh, with that assurance we have the confidence that even though you're mistreated even though you were treated unfairly um, and that you're being persecuted you have the assurance in the Lord and in, in the salvation through Jesus Christ that um, he will save you or he has saved you first of all if you, you have, with the blessed assurance of everlasting life um and but that you know it's all you know he will also uh if you don't have immediate salvation in this life you have it in the next life and that whenever you pray and communicate when you ask for him for things there is a confidence here and so read back over uh psalm 17 and the other prayers uh, of David, I encourage you to to go back and listen to. Uh, and may it give you confidence uh, to you and help you grow in your spiritual walk, in the relationship, in your relationship with Jesus Christ. All right, and that will conclude part four. <laughs>